Hello, my awesome mom pod listeners. It's Paige with some exciting news. The Moms Organization Motivation Podcast has had the most amazing three-year run. And thanks to you, it's listened to in more than 85 countries. It's won Best Family Podcast and Best Home and Lifestyle Podcast awards and consistently ranks in the top of the charts globally. I could not have done that without you. It'll continue to be downloadable for all your organization motivation needs. And now there'll be a brand new podcast to listen to. If like me, you love being a mom and also desire more. Head over to the Time to Pivot podcast right now and hit subscribe. Each week, my guest and I will be sharing all the ways we've learned to pivot in our life and business as we share our God-given gifts and serve others and still make it to the carpool line on time. I can't wait for this fun new podcast to begin April 17th, 2023. So mark your calendars and join me on the Time to Pivot podcast. Today's episode is sponsored by my online courses. Like what you're hearing so far on the podcast and can't wait to get started organizing your home, wardrobe, kids, or schedule? I get it. Head over to everythingwithstyle.com and click on the online courses tab to get started now on your organization transformation. Each course is loaded with before and after photos for inspiration, videos, and checklists to keep you on track to accomplishing your goals in three simple steps. Everything you need to go from crappy to happy is inside those courses, and they were designed with busy moms of littles in mind. So check out those helpful online courses at everythingwithstyle.com and get ready to feel less stressed and more organized today. Okay, on to the show. Hi, I'm Paige Killian, and I'm passionate about helping busy moms of littles organize and style their life in three simple steps. Living this mom life is incredible and sometimes completely overwhelming. Is stressing about overstuffed drawers, never-ending mail piles, a mountain of Legos, and our kids' artwork really what God intended? (laughs) No way! Getting organized has been a game changer for me and also my clients, but it has to be simple or it just won't get done. So let's simplify the process and clear the clutter to see the blessings God has for us. I know your time is valuable, so thanks for joining me each week for a healthy dose of organization and a whole lot of motivation. Hey there, welcome back. Today's episode 32 is going to be talking all about your kitchen cabinet organization. And I said on the last episode that I was going to be sharing with you some places in my own home that I have been working on getting more organized. And this is definitely one of them. And I'll tell you why. And I wonder if you might be able to relate. We have got kids who are younger kids who are transitioning very much out of the sippy cup phase and into the big kid cup phase where we're allowing open top glasses to be had at the dinner table and also having some glass versus just plastic. And so we're kind of at the place now where I feel like 
we've got some little kids who are becoming big kids and they need to really be able to have experience with drinking out of the same types of cups that we've got. Uh, so I definitely want you to know that I am in these mom trenches with you and all of the things that I'm organizing really do have a lot to do with how is it working best for my family that has little kids in it. So if you can relate to this, welcome to the show. If you can't relate to this and you just need some organization tips for your kitchen cabinets, I think you're going to get that here as well today. So thanks so much for joining me. If you don't know me or know what I talk about on this episode, I really, I'm Paige Killian. Hi, thanks for being here. I appreciate you spending your valuable time with us and learning some different ways to put organization into our home. And I also want you to know that I come from a place of doing things as simply as possible because when we are busy moms of littles, there's not a whole lot of time for the extra stuff. And so really being able to focus on three simple steps to getting whatever particular space in your home that's making you a little crazy, more organized, I really like doing that. So I created something called the three E's philosophy years ago when I started this business. And it was inspired actually by when I taught kindergarten which feels like another lifetime ago. When I taught kindergarten, the little kids that I worked with, I found that if I could break things down to three simple steps, it would get the ball rolling without whatever those steps were feeling overwhelming and stressful. So as busy moms, especially when we have littles, as busy moms of littles, as you know, we certainly can have a lot more, you know, capacity to retain information and we can stay focused a little bit longer as adults than we could as kids, right? I have those kids with super short attention spans, but to be perfectly honest, we have so many more responsibilities. And if we can keep all of our life responsibilities to three simple steps, I say, Yes, please. Let's bring it on. So as usual, I'm going to go back to my three E's philosophy and apply that to your kitchen cabinet organization. And I will remind you that my three E's might look completely different than your three E's. So take it with a grain of salt. Maybe just be a little bit inspired by things that I'm working on. So if that helps you, great. If it just kind of gives you a little bit better idea of uh, one particular space in your kitchen cabinets for this episode, that you can be thinking about. Awesome. So please take any of these tips that I'm always offering on this podcast as just ideas and suggestions for your space and, uh, you know, pass it on to a friend. If maybe you think that some of the stuff I'm talking about could be helpful for them. So as far as kitchen cabinets go now, uh, one of my girlfriends, she actually reached out to me and she was like, the kitchen cabinets, I just can't, I can't like, I have a really organized home and I have made my space work for me and my family but my cabinets are just not my favorite. So I want to say, first of all, if you have particular places in your life that are making you crazy, please know there should be no guilt associated with that because you're doing a million other things. And sometimes small spaces, especially that are closed off <laughs> to people who are just are walking in your kitchen, for example, those can kind of get left behind. And I get it. Sometimes you just don't have that additional energy to focus on that space. So let's go ahead and just give ourselves credit for all of the stuff that we are doing right, that we have put in effort and energy into in our space in organizing. Yay us. Uh, now perhaps the kitchen cabinets are on your mind. And here's what I'll tell you I'm currently working on with mine. The purge is 
always my go-to step number one essential, the first E of the three E's. My essential thing is getting rid of anything that we're not using. And right now that is all of those plastic cups, brightly colored cups, sippy cups, things that we don't really use anymore. And reorganizing and positioning the things in my kitchen cabinet so it makes more sense. So as of right now, I want to tell you what's put in place. So as I said, you want to do a good purge. So if you guys are just not using the glasses or the cups or the whatever, or you just, you don't like them and they're just not your jam anymore. Maybe they're functioning fine, but maybe now's the time to say, you know what? I just don't use this set or I don't use this one-off I'm going to give it to somebody else or I'm going to sell it in a yard sale so that somebody can actually enjoy these items. Go for it. That would actually be your number two E after you've done the purge. Your enhancement would be to then sell that or donate that to the right person. So then in your third E, that's going to actually be the styling of these kitchen cabinets. So this style, what is your style? Like I said, we're not really using the sippy cups anymore. I am hanging on to a few. I have a little section that I've decided is still going to be kid cups that are indestructible and not going to leak on our furniture if they happen to walk into the living room. Those are going to be few and far between for us now. Okay, now we've got a six-year-old. We have an almost 10-year-old as I'm recording this episode. She will be 10 in the middle of October. And we already have a plan put in place where we don't eat and drink in the living room. Obviously adults can, but the kiddos just don't. And so because that's kind of never been an option for my kids, they know that they're going to stay in the kitchen or in the dining room area with their drinks and their food. So I don't have to really hold on to some of those closed top, really well sealed containers, spill proof, you know, I don't have to hold on to those so long because they're not in, you know, a, a furniture or a carpeted space where they're going to dump this stuff and spill it. Additionally, my kids really just drink water. They'll occasionally have something different. We'll occasionally have like a smoothie or a green juice or something like that, that obviously could stain and make a mess. But again, we really just put in those good rules and practices that in our home, we don't leave the kitchen or dining room with drinks or food. We just don't do that. So that might be something that is on your three E's is to sit down and have a discussion with your kids about, hey guys, we are having too many spills or we're going to transition out of the sippy cups and into the big kid cups. And so now is the time that we are not allowing food or drink into other living spaces or into our bedrooms, for example. So I want you just to consider that what's being used and what's not being used so much and get rid of anything that you just don't need anymore. So as you're then taking what's left over and you're putting it in your cabinets, I want to talk about two different types of cabinets. The cabinets that you can't see anything at all. So you can hide them by a totally covered cabinet front. And then the other one is going to be the either the floating shelves, the exposed shelving, so you're going to see everything, or maybe you have the glass front cabinet, whether it's frosted or completely see-through, where you are going to be seeing some of those items that are behind your cabinet. So you've got either the ones that are covered up or the ones that are going to be shown to all the free world that enters your home. So honestly, these can be organized in the same way, or you can choose that the things that are going to be on display or behind glass that's going to be shown is going to look a little neater, pulled together, perhaps less brightly colored, you know, 
Mickey Mouse sippy cups or, you know, whatever, those might be the ones that you might not want to have on exposed open shelving or glass front cabinets. You might want to tuck those away. And if that is the case where all of your cabinets are see-through, maybe you want to take some of those kid items and put them in a drawer. So don't be afraid to do that. I'll do another episode in the future about organizing your drawers and what are some really great supplies that you might consider putting in that space to keep those drawers in your kitchen looking organized. But for today, I'm just going to address when you go to organize your cabinets, what that might be looking like for you. So additionally, from just the sippy cups, (laughs) I keep talking about the sippy cups, or your glass cups, anything that you're drinking out of, you may also have mugs, you may also have plates and bowls, and you may also have just some items that you typically are using just whenever you're having people over. So maybe holiday platters and things like that. Those might end up going in lower places and kitchen cabinets that are below your countertops because typically anything that you have that's a heavier item, I suggest putting that lower. So that could, whether it's, you know, a small appliance, whether it's a blender or it's a food processor or a mixer, or you've got things that are just heavier weighted items because they're larger platters or things. And you might actually have platters that you are constantly putting out. Maybe you've got a larger family. So you guys do need to have those platters because you have a little bit more formal dinners every night. Just consider that those things are usually better placed on the bottom below your kitchen countertops. And really, I want you to think about those being easily accessible too. Sometimes when you put things on those lower cabinets, they're getting shoved in the back and it's really not easy to get to them. And so you're just like, I'm just going to eat on paper plates yet again. So consider that if your cabinets don't have pull-out shelving on the bottom for those heavier items, there are options for you. So if you're renting, you may not be able to put in some permanent solutions that you can drill in, but if you own your own home or perhaps you want to talk to your landlord and say, hey, this is only going to make these a little bit more user-friendly, would you be okay with us investing in that and putting that in? Uh, And and that landlord may be totally on board with that because again, you're really just making those kitchen cabinets more easily accessible, more user-friendly, so who's going to say no to that? So you want to consider, I love going to the container store for this because they really display these items really well. You want to consider what your style is, and, and that doesn't just mean how it looks, that's part of it, but also how you're going to be disciplined enough, if that's the right word, in putting things back where they belong. So if we're talking about those lower cabinets, and these are typically all covered, you're not going to have open shelving or glass front cabinets on the bottom. So these can be, you can have a little bit more grace with these and you don't necessarily have to have specific areas look so beautiful when you open up that cabinet on the bottom. It's okay to just kind of make it fit and and have that be easily accessible for you because it's not necessarily on display. So whew, I mean, any grace that we moms can get, we'll take it. Amen? Amen. So if you put in those those drawers that are going to pull out in your cabinets, really just make sure that you are measuring properly on the inside of those cabinets. So don't try to measure on the outside because your measurements can be off and always make sure that you're leaving a generous, like 
half inch to an inch around the edges because you want to make sure that if anything kind of sticks out slightly that you're still going to be able to pull it open and closed easily, right? Again, the name of the game is easily accessible. So you're not losing stuff back in the back of those cabinets. So do consider those, like I said, Container Store has really great solutions for these. And they also have, um, if we are talking about the pretty part of the styling, they also have different color choices, metal or wooden choices. So definitely check out what they have to offer. And it really online, they've got it set up well, and you can kind of imagine it in your space and take those great measurements before you go shopping so that you're not accidentally ordering something that then has to go back. I will say that if you are getting your stuff from Container Store, I do feel like they're really great about their return policy because they understand, you know, sometimes measurements are off and they totally understand. And so returning and exchanges really have always been very simple for me at the Container Store. All right. Additionally, we're going to talk about the upper cabinet. So I would just really highly recommend having some neutrals, which are either going to be all glass or some white plates or some, you know, just neutral colored items in there that are just going to look clean and crisp. These are going to be the items that are going to be awesome to look at when you walk in, unless you really are a big fan of color. And if you are a fan of color, this is the perfect opportunity to put your style on your kitchen. If you've got open shelving and you want to have some great pops of reds or blues or greens to really pull in other color choices in your living space, this is the fun time to do that. So put in some fun pops of color. And what I always recommend is grouping things in like items. So if you're going to stack things, first of all, you want to make sure you're measuring it because I will tell you that years ago when my husband and I were registering for dishware, he loved the large plates that were square shaped. And I did too. We registered for those at Pottery Barn and loved them. Unfortunately, Every single kitchen space that we've ever had since then, our large dinner plates were too big for the cabinets. Now, oftentimes I find that they are about 12 inches to 14 inches deep, but occasionally, and this is actually, I think my girlfriend who mentioned that she needed some help with kitchen cabinet organization, hers may have even been 10 inches. So if you have a shorter cabinet space where it's, it's not quite as deep, definitely make sure you are measuring if you are going to be moving things around and organizing so that it fits your space. And this is why cups and, and glassware and things like that, bowls, small salad plates, perhaps you've got some little dishes for, you know, dipping sauces and things like that. These are the perfect items to put on those upper cabinets because those are going to be small and you can put in as many or as you as you have space for. And again, any additional things like for us, it was those large square plates. I needed to move those to a lower cabinet. And in the days when we lived in our tiny little New York apartment, when we moved from California to New York temporarily, and I tried to put the big plates in and realized not only did they not fit in the kitchen cabinets, but they weren't really going to fit anywhere in our space. We just ate off of salad plates while we were in New York and I packed them back up and sent those back to be in storage back in California until we had another place. So you, know, you really might consider completely eliminating anything that's not fitting and don't feel badly about that. It might be early enough in that purchase time that you just return it, exchange it, 
try to find something new. And then maybe it makes sense. You know, honestly, dishware is so affordable these days. I have friends who are talking about having those open shelves or the glass front shelves, and they just decided that they were going to go get some really affordable stuff from Ikea. Target has lots of great sets. And especially if you're buying around the fall when kids are going back to school, a lot of times they'll have sales on things that you can buy in smaller sets because you think about those kiddos that are going back in their, you know, party of one, or maybe they've got a roommate. So it's party of two that they might be cooking for. And so they have some great smaller sets. These are perfect neutral items in smaller sets that will be great to put on display for not a lot of money. And definitely be looking for those items if you're purchasing these days that are BPA free, that are maybe microwave or dishwasher safe, whatever fits the needs of your lifestyle. Make sure that you're checking that before you purchase so that you don't then get them home and be like, oh, this isn't even going to work for my you know, lifestyle now because I can't even pop it in the microwave or I can't even dishwash it. I have to do it by hand. Gosh, just don't have time for that sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Like enlist the help of your dishwasher if you can. So these are things to consider when you're putting items in those kitchen cabinets. Group those like items together. Get rid of anything that you're really not using. And when I say not using, I don't mean occasionally. I mean, if you're not using these items for everyday food, get really clear with yourself about how necessary it is to have it in that space. Cause then you're kind of just dealing with a storage situation where you're simply just storing things and you're not really using it. And is it necessary? Uh, additionally, if you have holiday items, if you have things that you are wanting to hang on to for holidays, like we've got some cute Christmas stuff that I'll bring out every now and then. Maybe it doesn't need to live in your kitchen cabinets year round. Maybe you've got some cute, fun, you know, Santa or the Grinch mugs. Maybe you've got some gorgeous platters that have Christmas trees on them or whatever holidays you celebrate. Maybe it makes sense to actually have those in a storage container outside of your kitchen and then exchange those out during those months that they're being used. So definitely consider that. And now I do want to say one other thing when you are grouping these like items and putting them in, whether you have kitchen cabinets that show all of these things on display or tuck them away, I want you to make sure that you have, when I say grouped items, that you have things like thermoses, if you are a smoothie making, green juice making family, but you like that on the go, or you like a good travel mug, sometimes the size of those do not allow for you to put them in that space. So I want you to make sure that you're checking your cabinets to see if you can adjust the shelving. Sometimes you are fixed. You have one certain cabinet that is just, it's not budging. It's not going to move. But oftentimes kitchen cabinets are allowed to be movable. So if you feel like now is the time that you actually need to take everything out of your cabinets, give them a good wipe down measure those and think, you know, maybe I want to redesign it. Maybe I want to take the items that I am putting back in and have less space over the top of them or have more space and allow your items to breathe. I really like that concept, letting your items breathe, whether you're putting stuff in your closet, putting stuff in your drawers, or in this case, putting your stuff in kitchen cabinets, making sure there's space between them. And that simply is just nice on your eyes. It is a less cluttered feeling. You've got space between your items. 
It just looks nice. Believe it or not, it can cut back on a little anxiety and stress. When you open it up and it looks beautiful and it doesn't look like everything is just shoved in there, then that really is good for your sanity. Additionally, I want to say, if you take those items and try to fit them in your shelves and it's just not working, consider getting some baskets in a neutral color that would go with the decor of your room. So you might have white ones, you might have clear ones, you might have brown baskets or woven baskets or silvery gray, whatever your style is and that matches your kitchen, go ahead and grab some baskets because you can lay some of those things down sideways. Also, I really love at the container store, they have some tall stand-up acrylic bins. I actually used these recently in a kitchen design that I was working on for a client. And she and her husband loved a good travel mug, but also to have some on-the-go smoothies and things. And they were using those every day. And instead of having them down front, because they really just wanted to have like their basic glassware that they were using, we wanted to put them on a higher shelf, but it was harder to reach. So we made sure we grabbed a clear acrylic container that they could easily grab. It did have a handle high on the top, but they could grab the base of it. Think like when you're doing a pantry and you have your cereals that are tall and narrow, you can grab the base of it and pull it out. Does that make sense? So it might make more sense so that things are not getting lost on those top high shelves to group them in like items and put them in baskets and lay them down or have long, narrow containers where they're standing one behind the other where you can actually reach up easily with your hand, bring them down, pull out the one you need, slide it back up at the top. So this is really maximizing the vertical space that you have. I did do an episode on that. I will pop that in show notes because I talk about having shelving and maximizing your vertical space and really how best to do that for your particular space. So for sure, those high top cabinets, you might consider those bins and you might, oh gosh, short girls unite over here. You might consider a stepping stool. All right. How many of us are like climbing our cabinets like spider monkey to try and reach up things in the top? highest parts of our cabinets. Um, me, I'm raising my hand. So I do girlfriend loves a good step stool. I have one in my laundry room. I have one in the pantry. I have one in the kitchen area. So definitely get yourself a helpful collapsible step stool. And you could also get those at container store, target, wherever, good old Amazon, but get one for you because what might end up happening is that you're not even utilizing a lot of the stuff that's way up at the very top because it's just not easily accessible. That also might be a great place for you to be storing some of your stuff that maybe you don't want to put in a storage unit if you have the cabinet space, but that is holiday, that you're really just using certain times of the year. Maybe it makes sense for you to put those in baskets up high on top and then just kind of flip-flopping them during those times of, of use over the holidays when you want those particular items of glassware or platters or whatever. So just make sure you're, you know, taking advantage of that high, high top shelving if you've got it. Last final thing I want to talk about is if you are using your kitchen cabinets as a pantry, I'm going to remind you that episode five, I called it hashtag pantry goals. I do talk about how sometimes your pantries and your cabinets have to work together. So if you have a larger pantry, you might actually be putting some of your dishware glassware in there if you don't have the space in your cabinets, or you may be using some of your kitchen cabinets for pantry items. And if that's the case, again, really making sure that you're grouping like items. So if you want to 
put all your cans together. If you want to put all of your party planning paper products and things, if you want to put all those together, again, just decide, should I be having those stackable and visible to the whole world or should I put those down in a drawer or a lower cabinet? If I'm going to be having them on my upper cabinets and they're going to be seen, maybe it makes sense if they're multicolored and that's not really the style of your cabinet to put them in bins, baskets, containers, whether you're going to slap a cute label on there or not, just making sure you know what's there continuing always to do that good purge when you find, you know, this is a good test. If you're putting stuff up high or if you're putting things away and you're not really using it, do you really need to have it in the first place? So again, I really love that essential purge because that is going to give you a good idea of what you really need to have in your cabinets. So go back and listen to episode five, hashtag pantry goals. If you are finding that some of the items that you're keeping in your kitchen cabinets really are going to be pantry items, dry food items, things that you're using to bake with and stuff like that. Absolutely use those upper cabinets for that. If that is what you need in your kitchen, for sure, make it work for you. And I really talk about some great bins and containers. I love a good lazy Susan or turntable. And uh, you can even put in like a two-tiered one if you're able to take out some of your shelving and have a two-tiered lazy Susan, sorry, Susans, or a divided turntable that you can put in things like spices. Maybe in your cabinet, you can actually make it look really beautiful to have your spices and you just want to have those organized in a way that looks nice. Actually, I did years ago, I did another kitchen cabinet organization and then did it again more recently. That container store has these really beautiful glass small spice jars with white tops and it comes in a large set. I think they have two sizes. I think they have a large and a small size of this, depending on how many spices you have. And it's a standing rack and they come with even cute labels. They have some already pre-labeled that are white labels with black writing in all capital letters, or they even have some just plain sticker labels so you can put on your own or you can just use them and write with a Sharpie or a dry erase marker on the top in case your spice needs are constantly changing. But this is a really great option as well. So I'm just going to pop the container store link in the, the show notes as well, because they really do have really, really amazing organization options for your kitchen cabinets. And I will say that if organizing your cabinets has never really been top of mind for you because girlfriend's got a lot more to think about than that. I would just suggest that if it's feeling a little overrun with stuff, ask for help, hire an organizer or ask your spouse or ask your kids because if the whole family is really making a choice to make this a priority, you're not going to feel so alone in trying to keep that up. Or if that's just not really your jam, if you're just really not interested in organizing your cabinets, outsource that get help, whether it's paid help or not, outsource that. And I want to also remind you that if you haven't checked out everythingwithstyle.com and looked at my online courses tab, please do that because I offer freebies like crazy that you can be checking out right now to help you get organized. But also there is a specific online home course. And I do talk about kitchen cabinets and things in that online course. And it's broken down into different modules. And so it'll just help you with different areas of your home and getting that organized. And definitely kitchen is included in that. 
So make sure you guys are taking advantage of all of the things that live at everythingwithstyle.com. And I promise you, you were at the top of my mind when I created these online courses and free videos and different checklists and things to keep you on track. Because organization can sometimes be the last thing on your mind when you've got all the other adulting responsibilities. So if kitchen cabinets are making you crazy, I hope that some of these tips helped today and definitely check out those online courses if you need further assistance. So thanks so much. I look forward to seeing before and afters of your kitchen cabinet organization. Thanks for listening and I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye everybody. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Mom's Organization Motivation Podcast. For more resources to organize and style your busy life, head over to everythingwithstyle.com and connect with me on Instagram at everythingwithstylemom. If this episode was helpful for you, please share it with your friends, rate and review it on iTunes, that's Apple Podcasts now, and let me know what you'd like to hear about next. Thanks again for listening and happy organizing.